Welcome to worship at Reveille United Methodist Church. We are so excited to see those of you who are here in our sanctuary and to welcome also those of you who are joining us online. Today is going to be an awesome service of worship, and we are glad that you are here. My name is Kelly Lane, and I'm one of the ministers. Our other associate minister, Reverend Stephen Coleman, will be preaching today. We're going to celebrate All Saints Sunday. So you will notice soon that we are going to have banners process in. And on these banners, we have hung bells that remind us both of those saints who have died and those saints who we honor those saints who continue to live, who have been a light in our path of discipleship. Also today, I want to let you know that on November 20th, we have one service of worship. It is here in the sanctuary, but it is at 9 o'clock. So can everyone say that? 9 o'clock. You're going to be here at 9 on November 20th for one awesome service of worship, everyone gathered together. And then we're going to go forth and serve. And so we have these awesome t-shirts that we'll be giving out next week so everyone can get a t-shirt. And when you go out, it's a green light to go out. And we'll wear these t-shirts so that people can see that we are Reveille United Methodist Church serving in the world. Um, But we ask that you would sign up so that we can anticipate how many people will be going where to serve. The Lord be with you. Let us prepare our hearts and minds for worship.
in body or in spirit and join me in our call to worship. Almighty God, you have knit us together in one communion and fellowship in the mystical body of your Son, Christ our Lord. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with all the saints. Let us worship the Lord.
before we admit our sin, God promises to hear us and offers us mercy. Therefore, let us confess our sins together. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors, and we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Hear the good news. God does not hold our sins against us, but pours out abundant grace. Give thanks to God and share this good news. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. As those who have been forgiven and reconciled to God and neighbor, let us exchange signs of Christ's peace with those around us. And if the children will please come up for the children's message. boys and girls. How are y'all doing today? Oh, we got some more. Come on up. Did y'all enjoy getting an extra hour sleep last night? Huh? Yeah, yeah, that was nice, wasn't it? <laughs> you went to bed at 11 o'clock. It was actually 10 o'clock. Then. <laughs> uh, well, we're glad y'all are here today. We are talking about saints today. Today is what we call All Saints Sunday in the church. And saints is kind of a big word, and we're going to talk in worship about what it means to be a saint. And I've got a little portrait here of someone in our church who is one of the great saints of our church to help us uh, define and know what it means to be a saint. So Annabelle, I'm going to ask you to come and look at this portrait so you can get a first glimpse of the the saint of the church who helps us. Don't tell anybody once you see who it is, okay? Can you see who it is? <laughs> who else wants to look? Somebody else? Uh, uh, Eleanor, come on up, Eleanor. Come on up. All right, you can't tell anybody who it is there. Come on around so nobody else can see. See, look, there's a big saint of the church. Huh? Everybody want to see now? Look. 
Look at all the saints of the church. Can you see the saint, huh? Y'all are all saints of the church. And there's the saints of the church right there, right? A saint is anyone who believes in Jesus, and that includes you and I. And so I want you to just remember today that you are the saints, and that's why it's important when we go out and we are nice to one another and help other people, because that shows that we are saints of God. So remember, as you go forth from here, that you, as much as anyone else, are the saints of God. Okay, let us pray. Will you pray it after me? Dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you for your love. And we love you too. Help us to be your saints in the world around us. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. All right. It's good to see you this morning. Hope to see you next Sunday. Good morning. Please join me in praying the prayer for illumination as it's found in your bulletin. O God, pour out your Holy Spirit upon us. 
With your word, enlighten our eyes, our hearts, our minds, and our souls. Fill us with wisdom, revelation, and hope. We ask all these things in the strong name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Today's scripture is from the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, verses 11 through 23, which may be found in your pew Bible on page 945. This is a message to the church at Ephesus about the forgiveness and redemption we receive by the grace of God through Jesus Christ. In Christ we have also obtained an inheritance, having been destined according to the purpose of Him who accomplishes all things according to His counsel and will, so that we who were the first to set our hope on Christ, might live for the praise of His glory. In Him you also, when you had heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and had believed in Him, were marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. This is the pledge of our inheritance toward redemption as God's own people, to the praise of His glory. I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love towards all the saints, and for this reason I do not cease to give thanks for you as I remember you in my prayers. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation as you come to know Him, so that, with the eyes of your heart enlightened, you may know what is the hope to which He has called you, what are the riches of His glorious inheritance among the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of His power for us who believe according to the working of this great power. God put this power to work in Christ when He raised Him from the dead and seated Him at His right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the age to come. And he has put all things under his feet, and has made him the head over all things for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. The Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thank you, Clark. Let us pray. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Come as the fire and burn. Come as the wind to refresh and renew. Convict, convert, and consecrate for our great good and for your greater glory. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> 
This past week, I watched a webinar that was led by Bishop Will Willimon that was entitled, What Now? What's Next? A Conversation About Methodist Hope. And I thought these questions in the title were very intriguing. Do you ever wonder, what now? Or, what's next? For the past month, as I have been walking around my neighborhood, I have been bombarded with images of witches, ghosts, skeletons, tombstones, graveyards, spiders, spider webs. And most of these decorations, though, are gone now. All I see now as I walk around the neighborhood are leaves, leaves that have fallen on the ground or are falling on the ground. And there is one neighbor, though, who has already put up a large inflatable turkey. What is now is that Hollywood has come and gone, and Thanksgiving and Christmas are now right around the corner. Has anyone here watched any Christmas movies yet? Besides me. (laughs) Of course, there are a lot of things happening in the world besides the holidays. Illnesses are on the rise, and I'm not talking about COVID. Midterm elections for our countries happen on Tuesday with all sorts of issues around those elections, and violence and death continue to happen. Do you worry about what's next for our country or our world? Do you have hope for the future? This last week has also been a big week in the United Methodist Church. Our Southeast Jurisdictional Conference has met, and we have elected three new bishops for the United Methodist Churches in the Southeast. The Virginia Conference will also uh, receive a new bishop starting in 2023. Leadership is changing and adjusting in the church, and yet we still have many issues in the church. Do you worry or wonder about the future of the church? Of course, what is happening literally right now here for us in the church is that we are celebrating All Saints Sunday. And in our scripture passage, Paul writes to the Ephesians and he says to them, I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your love toward all of the saints. And for this reason, I do not cease to give thanks for you as I remember you in my prayers. This passage from Ephesians is a very deep passage with lots of beautiful and important words. But in the midst of these words, Paul takes a moment to thank the saints of the church for their love and faith and to pray for them. And that's a big part of what we do here today. Acknowledge, remember, give thanks for the saints. 
And as we do this in our worship service, I think we will also address these questions of what now and what's next. All Saints Sunday is a very emotional Sunday. For as we give thanks to the saints, we remember and acknowledge the saints who have died. We will speak the names of our church members who have died this past year later in the service. Ring a bell and light a candle in honor and memory of them. And it can be difficult as we acknowledge the names of the communion of saints who now rest from their labors and in glory shine because we miss them and we wish they were here with us. As United Methodists, we do not elect people to sainthood, nor do we pray to the saints, but we do believe in the communion of saints who have died, are still connected with us in mysterious ways. Not too long ago, I was channel surfing, and I started watching, uh, re-watching again the last of the Star Wars movies called The Rise of Skywalker. And in this movie, the main character named Rey is the last Jedi, the last of the people who provide justice and peace in the galaxy. And Rey, in the end of the movie, is fighting the evil Emperor Palpatine, trying to keep the evil empire from returning and ruling the galaxy. And as she fights Palpatine, she is knocked to the ground and seems defeated. But as she lies on the ground and looks up at the sky, she begins to say to herself, Be with me. Be with me. And then she begins to hear the voices of all the Jedi who have gone before her. Yoda says to her, Rise. Luke speaks to her, saying, The force shall be with you always, Ray. And the voices keep saying, Rise, Ray, rise, speaking words of encouragement and support. And Ray does rise. She finds her lightsaber and she continues the fight. And eventually she proclaims, All of the Jedi live in me as she defeats the Emperor and evil. Now, we do not pray to the saints, but we do believe that we are surrounded by the great cloud of witnesses who, like Ray, continue to encourage and support us in our journey of faith. The voices of the saints continue to live in us, inspire us, to help us to rise and endure, especially as we remember them. Charles Wesley said it best in a hymn, Come, let us join our friends above, when he writes, Let saints on earth unite to sing with those to glory gone for all the servants of our King in earth and heaven are one. We give thanks this day for the saints who have gone before us. For that of of them which makes us what we are, for that of them which continues to live and grow in each of us. But today is not just about the saints who have died. Today is also about you and about me. 
For in the New Testament, the word saint refers to anyone who follows Christ, anyone who believes. I heard a story recently about this church in Minnesota that was built in a circle. And carved in the walls of the church just above the pews were two circles of text. The first row of words contained the words from Hebrews chapter 12. Since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin that clings so closely and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. And the text of these words perfectly completed a circle around the church. And then the second line of words were the names of saints, beloved people, graced by God. And it had started with the great people of faith in the Old Testament, Adam and Eve, Abraham and Sarah. And then about halfway around the church, there was the name Mary, the mother of Jesus, Peter, Paul, and it even began to name some modern saints such as Diedrich Bonhoeffer. However, the names of the saints did not form a complete circle around the church like the scripture from the book of Hebrews. For the builders left a blank spot deliberately, a blank spot that was just large enough for the words, you and me. We are the body of Christ. We are the saints of God. You and me here and now in this place and in this time. Frederick Buechner said it best when he wrote, many people think of saints as plaster saints or moral exemplars, men and women of such paralyzing virtue that they never thought a nasty thought or did an evil deed their whole lives long. But as far as I know, real saints never come close to characterizing themselves that way. The feet of saints are as much of clay as everyone else. Consider St. Paul, who once wrote, I am foremost among sinners, or St. Mary Magdalene, who is possessed by seven demons, or St. Augustine, who once prayed, give me chastity, but not now, or that of St. Francis, who started out as a high-living young dude in downtown Assisi. There is no one. God cannot use as a means of grace, including ourselves. Today we boldly proclaim that you and I, that all of us, that all who believe, who follow Christ, who gather here as a communion of saints, for there is no one God cannot use as a means of grace, even ourselves. And Will Willimon would say that the church is about creating saints, about transforming lives in our community where we exist. That is what we should do now. That is what we should do next. 
That is what we should always be doing. And it does happen. One kind act at a time. One time when we really listen to those around us. One quiet vote at a time. And one time when we truly speak the truth in love. There is a story in the book of Acts. A story about a man named Joseph who was from Cyprus, who was a Levite, who owned some land. And something happened to Joseph in the church, such that he opened his grasp on that possession, on his possessions, and he sold that land, giving the proceeds to the apostles. And commenting on the story, the preacher Thomas Long says, what happened to Joseph was not just about giving land and money. It was about Joseph. So much so that the apostles gave him a new name, Barnabas, which means son of encouragement. And Thomas Long goes on to say, when we are gathered, ragtag as we are, into a community where the resurrection is proclaimed, where Christ is present, where the winds of the Holy Spirit blows, then sons and daughters of encouragement are formed. Or as I would say, where saints are formed, who go out and make a difference in the world. For all who believe, For all who follow Christ, we are marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. We are the saints, just as much as Peter or Paul or the martyrs of the early church or Diedrich Bonhoeffer. So let us continue to do justice, to love kindness, to walk humbly with our God. Let us continue to love the Lord with all of our heart and soul and strength and might. Let us continue to feed the hungry, clothe the naked, visit the prisoner, care for the sick, welcome the stranger. Let us continue to be sons and daughters of encouragement, to do the work of the Lord for as long as we can in all the ways that we can, as best as we can in these days and times. Today we give thanks for the saints. The saints of God who have faithfully died, who now in glory shine. And I give thanks for all of you, for all that you do for the Lord's work. Hoping you find encouragement and support this day to continue to share God's love and God's word to a hungry world around us. To be the saints in the world around us. And like Paul, I pray that God continues to give all of us a spirit of wisdom and revelation so that our hearts continue to be enlightened for all of the saints except our gratitude. And I invite you to remain seated now as we sing together hymn number 2283 in the faith we sing hymnal. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.
And now as we enter into a time of prayer, uh, let me offer one prayer concern as we get started today. Most of Stephen referenced today that uh, we have been down at Lake Junaluska for the last couple of days and we have elected three new bishops and why that matters to us here in Virginia, in many, and not only to the entire General Conference, but uh, we will be receiving a new bishop here in Virginia. Her name is Sue Halpert Johnson. She comes to join us from the Atlanta area, having served as the Bishop of North Georgia. Uh, in addition, our current bishop, Sharma Lewis, she will be moving in ministry to the Mississippi Conference, and we give thanks for her work and her ministry here. And finally, uh, the Reverend Tom Berlin uh, up at Flores Church has been elected into, to become a bishop, and he will be serving in the floor, as the bishop of the Florida area. So our prayers continue for all these changes and all these persons who go to serve in these uh, important roles. Let us pray together. Lord God, we give you thanks for the cloud of witnesses, for the words we have heard this day, a reminder of the power and the legacy of those who have gone to be in the church eternal and those who yet remain behind here. It is our prayer this day that we could hold fast to this message that we too are to be people of encouragement. Our role is not simply to hide in this cloud of witnesses, but to claim who we are so that we might serve, so that we might encourage, and so that people in this world may see your grace, your power, and your love as the risen Christ lives and dwells through each of us. Empower us to give thanks to you this day for those saints who have gone on before us. Empower us to be the saints that we are. And may we humbly serve as such so we may bring your hope, your love, your grace to a world in such desperate need. Lord God, it is our prayer as we go into the challenges of the world this week that your hand would be upon us. May your blessing fall upon our bishops as they serve in these different places. Bishop Sue Hopper Johnson, Bishop Sharma Lewis, Bishop Tom Berlin, and all our bishops who go to serve in these challenging days. It is our prayer, O oh, gracious Lord, that you would empower us, but also and more importantly, as a nation, as we go into the voting booths this week. It is our prayer that this would be a time of peace, not a time of division, that your hand of grace would be a, and wisdom would be upon us both individually and corporately as a nation. May your peace prevail. Lord, we thank you for the privilege of being in ministry with partner churches here in our Richmond area, and we pray together for the, your peace to fall upon this community. Oh Lord, these prayers and others we offer to you in the strong name of Jesus, as all God's people say together, amen. At this time, we'd like to invite our ushers to come forward and to receive the morning offering, and as they do, let me also offer a welcome to all of our guests if you are visiting with us today, you'll find an orange card in the pews, and we encourage and invite you to fill that out and place it in the offering plate.
Let us please be seated. You may turn to page 13 in your hymnal if you would like to follow up along. Christ, our Lord, invites to his table all who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, all are invited to Christ's table. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Almighty God, creator of heaven and earth, God of Abraham and Sarah, God of Miriam and Moses, God of Joshua and Deborah, God of Ruth and David, God of the priests and the prophets, God of Mary and Joseph, God of the apostles and the martyrs, God of our mothers and our fathers, God of our children to all generations. And so, with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Son, Jesus Christ, by the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples, and said, Drink from this, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. And so, in remembrance of these your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ 
that we may be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. Renew our communion with all your saints, especially those whom we name before you now. Barbara Dunn Barnes. William Bates Chapel. Margaret Cole Chapel. Sarah Bain Day. Russell Jace Douglas. Edith Usery Farmer. Elizabeth M. Guy. Arthur Lee Mitchell, Jr. Josephine Hinnant Powell. Angelo Rica. Claude David Richardson, Jr. Francis Glasscock Rickman. Sue Anderson Schaefer. Carolyn Maud Strokorp. William Thomas Wilkins. Dudley Brett Wiltshire. Sarah Elizabeth Johnson Wright. Since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, strengthen us to run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Church, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty God, now and forever. And now, with the confidence of the children of God, let us pray the prayer our Lord taught us together, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. The body of our Lord Jesus Christ is broken for you and for me and for this world. Jesus was broken that we might be healed. And the blood of Christ is shed for you and for me and for this world that we might be forgiven and set free by God's grace. 
We will serve communion this morning by intention. We invite our communion helpers to come forward now. Uh, We invite you to come down the center aisle, come with your hands open. We will uh, place a piece of bread in your hand. You can dip it in the cup and take of the two elements together. If you would like to kneel in prayer at the communion rail, you're welcome to do so. You can return to your seats by the side aisle. If you are unable to come forward, we will have servers going down the side aisle. Uh, that can serve you uh, in the pew. And if you need gluten-free elements this morning, they are here on the tray. Just notify your server uh, for the communion uh, packets. Uh, At the end of the aisles, you will also see offering plates. This is our communion fund that will go and meet the needs of those in our community. Uh, This is the table of the Lord. It is not the table of Reveille Church. It is not the table of the United Methodist Church. All are welcome. We invite you to come now and taste and see that the Lord is good.
invite you to join me for our prayer after receiving. Please stand as we pray together. Eternal God, we give you thanks for this holy mystery in which you have given yourself to us. Make us ever faithful to your high calling. Grant that we may go into the world in the strength of your spirit to give ourselves for others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. For all the saints, let us sing together the first four verses of hymn 711.
as you go out as the saints of God, go out to give yourselves for others in the strength of the Holy Spirit. And one of the ways you can do that is by participating in our food drive for the Swansbury Church's food pantry that lasts until November 13th. Go now in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.